You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 35 of Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Natalie Sellers. Natalie is an inner and outer glow maker, kind beauty holistic facialist and ritual creator who owns the most beautiful toxin-free studio called Kindred Toxin-Free Facials and has extended this into a kind beauty community where Nat will host events and educate and empower you to nourish your body, skin and soul. With over 20 years in the beauty industry, Nat has constantly educated herself on ingredients, skin, mindfulness and all things wellness and is honestly such a savvy beautypreneur who is always reinventing her treatment menu to create the most incredible customer experience for her clients which starts on the first touch point when you go and find her over at Instagram at kindred.toxinfreefacials. You will see how she captivates you into a complete journey of this lifestyle brand that she's creating for her business. So do yourself a favor and go and check her out after this episode. Now, before we dive in, I better say Happy New Year. I recorded this episode with Nat a wee while ago, but I've had my husband away gigging for a month in Perth, and he's also my podcast guy. So I hope you all had a beautiful break. Our industry's most demanding, energy-consuming, and high-vibe time of year. It's so important to give yourself some of that space after all of that to enjoy the things outside of work that really set your soul on fire. For me, that was lots of walks on the beach with my feet in the sand, family time, watching sunsets, and also a lot of early nights actually to give myself and body the rest it needed as well. Nat actually touches on this during this episode as being in constant hustle mode led her to burnout. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. The interviews that I have with these incredible leaders in our industry truly light me up and have so many moments where I listen back and become inspired to become a better business owner. And that's all I want for you, beautiful. Now, lastly, we are opening the doors to Beauty Boss Pro very soon, actually on the 20th of January, 2020, which is our online membership platform. Now, this platform supports beauty industry professionals with tools and resources that help them save time and overwhelm in their beauty businesses so that you can become a thriving, successful hashtag beauty boss. So make sure you're on the wait list if you're not already a member because because we have some epic bonuses for you exclusively for the VIP waitlist. So head to www.beautybusinessco.com to find out how you can join that waitlist. Natalie, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so lovely to have you here on the show today. How are you, gorgeous? I'm good. Thank you, darling. Thank you for having me. It's uh, 
I've known you for a little while. <laughs> oh, I know. I first met you when I was working as a business consultant. You were a therapist pretty much coming in and running the show of one of the salons. And I think we had a pretty good instant connection, like your personality really shone through. I always looked forward to having our meetings together. Um, yeah. And then I think my territory changed and then I didn't get to see you very much, but I've always um, continued to follow your journey. So when you opened up your space, I was sure to make sure that we kept in touch. And it's just so lovely to see you flourishing the way that you are. So I can't wait to hear all of the story, but I'd like to start the episode off with our um, guests telling us what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Wow. Well, I guess it has so many different definitions for everyone. But for me, it is um, yeah, being able to create not only a workspace environment, but a lifestyle around the work that you do in beauty, whatever that means for you. And beauty for me is um, the way that I feel and the way that my clients feel and the way I want my friends and family to feel. So yeah, mm. that's being in charge of that and being uh, able to create on my terms is really important so that is yeah what a hashtag beauty boss is to me oh that's so lovely and it literally connects exactly to how I know of you and when I see your social media handles it's like you are you're creating this lifestyle your Instagram almost looks like a um a beautiful like well put together furniture store that's just got like telling this story <laughs> all the way through and you just get I, I, yeah with what you share it's, it's how beautiful. you get it across to the people because you know we're all pretty amazing therapists and I always talk about I'm sure I'm like I'm sure there's other great therapists they just don't know how to get the story across because people are so visual <laughs> you know yeah. they want to see what what you're talking about and I think Instagram's a great way of doing that so thank you for yeah seeing what I'm trying to project yeah, no, it is really beautiful. So, well, let's start from the beginning. Um, what led you into choosing beauty therapy as a career? And oh my goodness, <laughs> share a bit about where you are today. Well, that's like nearly twenty years ago. I can't believe I'm forty next year. Um, the I went to I think it was the Brisbane Beauty Salon as my in the last year of high school. How you do like work experience? Um, because I just, I was so drawn to the industry. I loved touching people. Like whenever my mum's friends came over, I'd always like touch their shoulder or through their hair, or I expressed a lot of how I felt about people through touch. And I felt a lot from them through that touch as well. So I went to this work experience and my parents became quite anti-beauty therapy and made me go to uni. <laughs> so I did two years of social work, quit, or two years of social science, sorry, at uni. Uh, failed stats twice and then I was like you know what I really want to do that beauty therapy thing I don't care if it you know because back then it had this perception that you couldn't earn money that um you know you weren't that intelligent as well I don't know if that was around when you were around but that was kind of the the vibe of it the same with hairdressing and how silly they were because look at us now so mm. I put myself through I got a loan which eventually my parents did help me pay back. But that's how much I really wanted to do beauty therapy. Um, and I put myself through the course. The, the uh, course was the year-long course. It was the Strand, which no longer exists. But it was very intense that we only had about 10 of us. Um, 
And then I went for a holiday to New Zealand and never came back. I got a job the next week and that was me on my little way. Uh, and Dermalogica was the brand. <laughs> ah, wow. So you worked with Dermalogica when you were in New Zealand. Yeah, all the way through, actually. Most of the salons yeah. I've worked with had Dermalogica as, you know, or had had it. So there's definitely yeah. that link there. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. And then so when did you move back to Australia? I moved back when I was 23 to 25 for a couple of months. So I was born in New Zealand. My parents moved over here when I was 10. Um, so my parents lived here the whole time. Uh, and I came back to kind of find my feet a little bit um, when I was 23. I'm pretty sure it was 23. My 20s are a bit of a blur. Um, but, and that's where I worked at Pure Indulgence. <laughs> um, and then I decided I wanted to go back to New Zealand and my job was still open for me. They were like, yes, we'll just take you back. So I went back until I was 34, I think, 33, 34, yeah. Oh, there you and then go. came back, yeah, in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's when we met because that's been... Yeah, that was the year I met you, yeah. Oh, how lovely. And so now what do you do? So tell us a little bit about your, um, your beautiful space that you've created and then you're also um, doing some amazing things with workshops with another lady as well. So I'd just love for you... Yeah, it's kind of evolved as beauty therapy does. I... I worked really, really hard for other people and um, my fiance got really unwell. That's the reason why we came back here. They think it's Lyme disease. They're not sure, but he actually became 24 hour care for quite a period of time. That was the first time. So that's when we, when he became well enough, I was like, I'm never doing that by myself and having to work a full, you know, we worked basically like 12 hour days back then. Um, so I said, we're moving back to Australia so that if it ever happens again, at least my parents can look after him or, you know, there's just a bit more of a grounding there. Um, and then unfortunately, because of all of that, I ended up with chronic fatigue. So when mm. I met you, I probably had a little bit of the chronic fatigue starting. And then um, I ended up leaving my job. Um, and at that time, Tyron was still well. He was building his own business. And he enabled me to then start my own career. He said, never go back to work for anyone else. Why don't you just start your own thing? And as I was learning about my own body and the toxins I was using in my, you know, having in my body um, and the levels of stress that I was under and having all this new information, I then started looking into skincare. And it really intrigued me as to ingredients that I never really had been educated on before. Um, so yeah, I took it upon myself to create a toxin-free studio which uses, instead of being kind of brand-based, which a lot of the other salons were, I really focused on ingredients and sort of hand-picking um, from different small batch organic brands, those ingredients. And I created Kindred five years ago. Um, and now it's in Belimba. I've got a staff member. It's a beautiful space here. We share with Bliss Float. Um, it's got a meditation space. It's got a... Um, yeah, beautiful tea station. Our rooms are round shaped, so there we call them the womb rooms. And we use yeah all your organic skincare from all the different brands, but we also include crystals and crystal misting, aromatherapy, and meditations in our facials as well. 
sounds all the things all the yummy things so yeah everything I've learned along the way from you know people that have taught me so the owners of the salons have taught me different sort of techniques and facials and things I've kind of grabbed little bits and pieces of everywhere I've ever been and then created what I would like in a facial so that's that's why I love being the boss (laughs) yeah that's amazing oh gosh book me in hey I know it's all the good things we've right right down to our chocolates we have those delicious loco loves those organic gluten-free dairy-free handcrafted chocolates (laughs) oh that's so good so then I guess from the workshop side of things that's probably come from where you've yeah, been from information yeah, from really clients. From, yeah. So Monique and I met um, over at Conscious Kin, which is kind of like an organic version of Mecca. And she was in the crowd at a little workshop I was doing with one of the brands that I work with. And she came up to me and she's like, oh my goodness, I am, am a, nat- a normal makeup artist. I really want to start doing natural makeup. And she was starting to switch over. So when she was, and then she ended up working for Conscious Kin and really like only doing um, like organic and natural makeup. And we had a little, we just started getting along really, really well. And we went, no one else is doing this. Like, do you remember when you didn't like how stressful it was trying to figure stuff out and like what skincare was for you and what makeup is for you? Why don't we do a workshop? And we started it and we did like eight last year. We went all around Australia. Um, They sold out. (laughs) Like, it was crazy. Um, it's something we probably will continue to do, but we've put a little bit of a hold on for now because Monique's working full-time for Biology, which is one of the brands. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something we'll look at picking up again. Oh, yes, because I followed your stories and I was like, where is she now? Oh, my gosh. She's I know. Doing it. And I saw the girls in the room and the way that you had it set up. And I think that you also had, did you have one in um, Mercy Space? Yes, we, we ran about um, at least half of them here. So most of ours were Brisbane-based um, because of our clients. Um, but we also went to Sydney and Melbourne as well. But, yeah, it was like I really love being hands-on. I love to touch and feel, and that's the way I like to teach. So we literally went through all the cleansers, all the exfoliants, all the masks, the tone, like everything so that they could leave with all the knowledge for their skincare with a, a, with a really practical um, tool set basically and then the same with makeup which I know nothing oh. about and still I don't you know I know a little bit but not yeah. enough but what a great that's where Monique was so great yeah yes what a great collaboration like we've just finished on um, yesterday our beauty boss brunch and the amazing connection in the room was is was just like it made my day to see everyone yeah. and getting to know each other. And it's just, if you go to these events and you get out of your comfort zone, get out of the treatment room for the day, it's not just about going to learn because we had a panel of speakers. It was also about who can, like, what can you get out of the day by connecting with another person? Like, look at you. Oh, absolutely. I'm kind of done work. with this competition thing and I know that you're very much on the same page but there's enough for us all stay in your own lane you're basically the channel for those people who need you so mm-hmm. yeah I, I um I love collaborating with uh, like other people sometimes think they're my competition but I don't see it as that I think what a powerful message to align with this incredible person why mm-hmm. don't we make it louder <laughs> yeah oh absolutely that's why you're on my side of the team <laughs> <laughs> so throughout this journey what would be your two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're starting out in their own business? Oh my goodness. Time management. 
<laughs> like how you use your time as someone with chronic fatigue. So I still have quite a few autoimmune um, issues and, you know, dollars for, when you're working for yourself, obviously the, the more you spend time you spend and sell on the more money you can make, but often that doesn't really equal out. <laughs> um, and you know, there's a certain point depending on your financial situation where you should definitely get other people to do the things for you. Uh, you know, if you're loving doing facials and get more energy from that than say Instagram or your marketing or your PR, um, start to get other people to do that for you, delegate and pay for it. Um, if it isn't, yeah, something that makes you feel more energized, that is the biggest thing. Um, mm. And that was the best thing that I could have ever done. So that beautiful Instagram page is run by, it's my, obviously my wording, but the pictures, I don't have an eye like that. I have a general, um, you know, things that I like, but I have a girl who runs that for me. And that has been the most amazing part for me because that used to take me about five hours a week. Mm -hmm. I'm far better off doing five facials, you know? Um, so that is one of the, the, um, the things that I definitely tell people because people think it's expensive to have all these overheads, but it saves you so much money and time long-term. Yeah, absolutely. So what does she do? Does she, um, do you have, so every week we have like a little meeting online and we go through, so I'll say, I want, um, you know, like what's up now, the matcha mask. I want, uh, you know, something, uh, here's a review. Um, like this is the event I'm running. These are the facials that I'm running and the wording. And then she will find pictures for those and do it all for me. Mm. So most of the time I don't even have to, because I actually know her quite well. She's a friend. Um, she knows my tone. She knows who I am. Most of the time I don't even have to check it at all. I'm like, that's fantastic. Up it goes. Yeah. Oh, that's really great feedback because I think a lot of people at the event yesterday even were wondering about social media management and how... Yeah, it can be, it can be scary. Mm. Um, I think the, it's a really good idea to get someone that was a client or actually is aligned with your brand in some way uh, because then they get it. They're under the, you know, the, the influence of your brand um, and it aligns with who they are. So it becomes a very easy transfer for them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, really great. And yeah, she's doing an amazing job. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah, so good. So which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running your business? Finance for me. Mine is definitely cash flow. As a creative, I keep on creating all these new facials. And then you forget, oh, they cost money. You know, like it does cost money to do all these things um, when you've got your basic overheads and the products you're already using. Um, there's so many things that I would love to do, <laughs> but you've just got to keep an eye on your finances and, and your cash flow. Um, that is definitely a big one for me. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, there's, you know, I get so excited and I really want to, you know, do some new things or try some new things. And then the reality is that you just have to hold tight and um, wait until you get some more cash flow. Mm. Uh, and definitely I got a financial advisor for that reason. Uh, about two years ago when I started to, things just went crazy. It just, I all of a sudden was fully booked for, you know, a few months in advance just before I got Lily, my staff member. And I was like, Oh, I, I need to really sort out what I'm doing with this money because I'm just going to waste it. Um, and she was one of the best investments ever. And also because 
uh, Tyron does get sick still every now and again and is, and is out of work, I need to ensure that I'm prepared for that because otherwise there's no business. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if you can't pay all your bills, there's no business and there's no creativity when you're worried about finances. Absolutely. I know. And I can see that like you're investing in so much involvement with your business too. Um, and I think, so you've got your Dermalux. That's one big piece of machinery that you have. Yes. I love it. I love it. That was the big thing last year. I was like, right. I, and I researched everything for a really long time. And I was like, I'm getting that light because it's something I want for me. first and foremost and then I can share that because as you know with skincare there's only so much we can do um and they come to us people come to us with these concerns and now I have this little extra and I also just invested in a microneedling machine um so that's really exciting too because I used to have to send people on to my dear friends who were doing it and I really and it felt quite uneasy because I want to see people right through to the very end. Um, and now I can. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to see that come together because it's it yeah. natural toxin free, but then with that. Piece and yeah. To be doing it. So we don't use any anesthetic. We actually use the biology vitamin C and infuse that with it, which I've seen a couple of other people do like their functional nurse. I don't know if you know her, she does the same as well. So it's yeah it's an exciting time to show people another way Mm. and what's been one of the tips that your financial advisors given you when it comes to helping you with your cash flow in Uh, work to a 10-month year last year i took five weeks off and that was probably one of the biggest mistakes i've ever made it was i had my stepson here and i wanted to spend time with him but i didn't really understand what five weeks off means as a business owner I um so she sat me down and fortunately showed me what that would look like so I was prepared but if I wasn't prepared (laughs) there goes all your profit you know Mm. things like that um and she put me in touch with a good uh, accountant as well so the two of those work they work together um and there we do monthly check-ins on where I'm at um and yeah it's that's that's the best thing is just knowing that people are on your side and that they're looking after you financially as well. Um, they've got your best interests at heart. Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I think with one of the top tips that you shared about time management and then you having the cash flow issues as a hurdle, it seems like you're really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Now you've got a bit of structure behind your business and you've got the right people telling you where to put your money. Yeah. And, and this is after five years. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah like that's right it doesn't all happen at once every year yeah you're just figuring it out every year with you know how things go and what kind of treatments you're doing and how much money you have in the bank and what you can do and yeah it's um it's always changing it's business is never the same every year it's totally different yeah that's right now i'd love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without are boring ones for work <laughs> timely amazing (laughs) i love it like and because lily can see on hers you you know what timely is (laughs) yes yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, i love it love it love it love it um that was one of the very first things that i got because i was still working on a like give me a text (laughs) and i'll book you in kind of system and sometimes people would turn up at the wrong time and you know this it just it that was one of the things that took my business from 
a, a normal sort of, you know, slower business to being very booked because people can access you uh, 24-7 and book yeah. in when they like. So that mm. was awesome. That was huge. Um, another app or Instagram. I get a lot of my following from Instagram, a lot of my uh, clients from Instagram because of what you said, that kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love being on it and I love seeing what other people are up to as well in the industry. Um, and three, oh, what's another app? Let me just check my phone, hon. I didn't really. <laughs> um, probably Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, the the three that I kind of use because I I outsource all of my I'm not a graphic designer I'm not very good at that I have a graphic designer um, all of those kind of things like I I've got Canva on my phone but I don't even use it because uh, I'd rather be doing a facial yeah so yep. Facebook because again that interaction with people and Messenger Messenger amazing yeah to have be you in got, contact with clients yeah that's good so have do you get a lot of messages through your Facebook business page yeah absolutely just kind of like um when people because my because my facials are bespoke and a lot of people don't really understand what that means they're like I've got acne which facial is good for me I've got sensitive skin which facial is good for me so it gives me a yeah I get a lot of questions answered through that Mm, yeah absolutely and do you have anything automated happening for your business with no I don't know how to do that can can someone teach me how to do that I would love that I have that done on my um uh you know my email and things like that saying because it literally is only me checking my emails that I'll be back within 24 hours you know back to you within 24 hours yeah uh, because that can be really stressful too as someone who feels everything I'm like oh I gotta you know oh my goodness I haven't gotten back to them yet <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it can become overwhelming. A lot of the yeah, when they don't realize you're not a big business, you know, I'm literally in with clients hands on till nine p.m. or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. so it, that communicates that, and then there's a you know a boundary and an understanding. So it it just cuts out the stress. Yes, that's right. And the girls on the panel yesterday were speaking about boundaries because a lot of them were working in and on the business all the time, mm-hmm. having that cut off for the weekends, for the emails or past nine o'clock, making sure that, you know, um, they had their own boundaries set. So that order. Yeah. It's so important. It took me, took me until last year. I only got a work phone last year. Like, I don't know why, but it took me so long and it's been the best thing ever because we leave it here Saturday after work and I don't come in most of the time till Tuesday. I'm here today, but most of the time I don't come back until Tuesday. and it's okay if they don't get answered, you know, we have the online booking system, we have messenger, we have all these other things. If it's just a question that they're asking, it can be answered on Tuesday. Yeah. Which takes a little while to get around. It still makes me a little bit anxious, but I really enforce that I leave it here. Yeah. And your clients are aware of that, you know, like I think. Yeah, absolutely. Communicating it. Some people aren't still, you know, some people will always assume and that's okay. And you just, speak back with kindness and explain it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So what is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? Oh, what is one thing I'm constantly searching for when it comes to support Um, in the business or for myself? Like for, yeah, basically you as a person in what you need to, to be who you are. Oh gosh, what do I do? Reality. I, do lots of yoga. I don't start. I gave myself the gift last year of every second Saturday off and starting at 11 a.m. 
And as a business owner, you know what that costs. Um, but that for me is huge support for myself to be able to do that. I also, Lily is an amazing support and I've, um, I was really clear with her when she came on that her role isn't necessarily financial. Her role is to support me. Um, and so that takes one takes pressure off her, but to do all the things in the background that I can't necessarily do. And just to know that she's there to support me is huge. Um, it's been the best thing ever just to, I'm a kind of just, just someone who's got your back and, who can answer questions easily for when, when I'm feeling exhausted or, you know, if I am in quite a lot of pain that day, she will just take over and really support me. So I'm very, very lucky. I've been gifted someone very, very incredible as a staff member. Um, yeah. And she takes that role quite seriously. So she's my biggest support really. Oh, that's really beautiful. And it's so nice that you were obviously clear with your communication through interview process, but then yeah, someone that was attached to the values that you have is what really will make your business shine. And yeah, it's so important to, yeah, we, I, you know, she sometimes wants to work more hours and I'm like, we're about the long game. We are about the long game. We're going to look after ourselves. We're going to sustain this business um, because I want to be doing this when I'm 70, 80 years old, you know, and to teach her that that as well, rather than as we have all done, blowing ourselves out um, and getting sick. Mm, yeah, that's so true. So do you have any specific routines that you stick to to set your day up for success? Oh, definitely. I have, so I'm all about routine. I'm like a Virgo with all my planets in Virgo. <laughs> routine, routine, routine. Mess with me and I get a little bit anxious, um, which is why this was booked for 2 p.m. and I was turning up. Uh, I have the same hours every week because, because of those routines. I have to move my body every day. So I have like I either do Pilates or yin yoga or a walk or a gym class and that's all pre-booked months in advance and I turn up. Um, and that really helps me as well. The other big thing is being in bed by 9.30 that is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things for me. If I'm not and I don't get enough sleep, everyone suffers, mainly me, but the people around me as well. So that is, yeah, a huge, huge, huge thing. Well, that is amazing if you're working so late as well and then getting home. So do oh, you I only, I finish it, I finish at seven now. I should have said oh. that last year I made those big changes, but I was working till nine previously as because we think we have to. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I do a 6 p.m. And sometimes that's a 90-minute facial. But most of the time, that's only an hour facial. And that, again, was another gift to myself. I'm like, well, you might be doing less clients, but the quality is going to be there and you just cut your losses because mm. you're important. Yeah, I love this. I love this so much because it's something I'm going through in my journey as a beauty business owner as well setting those degrees, yeah. but I love the wording that you've said about gifting it to yourself, like actually giving yourself permission to do so. And then I think once it's... Yeah, and it takes a while, like anything, you can't go straight into a business and expect that you can have those perks. <laughs> um, but once your business is, you know, rolling and you know that you're going to get some clients, they might just be at a different time and you might lose some of your really amazing... Like, there are some really amazing clients that I will stay later for, you know, like every, you know, that that's just because that's the only time they can do. And they've been coming to me for so many years, but um, yeah, I think it's really important that you gift yourself things 
other than finances or stuff, you know, mm. time. Yeah. Beautiful. And so just on that note again, because you're so routine orientated, what do you do to do the winding down side of things at night? Oh, I have a bath. Tyra knows if I'm like the bath queen. <laughs> this is every interview I've ever done. <laughs> bath, 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 magnesium salts. I don't care if it's summer. Um, I have a bath every night. So as soon as I'm leaving, I text Tyron, get the bath going, pop the magnesium salts and some essential oils. And that's what I do. Clothes are off. When I get in the door, I have, sometimes it's only a five minute bath, but it helps with the transition for me. Um, that is, yeah, the, even before dinner or if I've had dinner at work, yeah, it's the bath is so important for my body, for my mind, and for that signal, signaling that, works over now you're home mm, yeah yeah that's beautiful it's that separation you're finished time to detach from work and your phone's yeah. work so that's a bonus yeah absolutely so that's all there then all I have to do is hang out with my man <laughs> yeah which he'd so appreciate as well once you are in a calm state because I know gosh even chatting with obviously everything's sort of attached to my home so we're working under mm. the sun roof at the moment but um, you know, like when Emilio says stuff about the pl the beauty boss planner, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, mommy's been talking a little bit too much about work and <laughs> yeah, I know it's must be so hard, but that's the same Tyron used to be like our relationship definitely suffered, which I didn't realize until I started making these changes, um, how much I didn't see him. And same thing with having the Saturdays off, like you just forget because work becomes your priority. Mm. Um, and it is something I was definitely guilty of would be like, well, I have to work to mine because I need to make money. <laughs> and yeah. well, actually, why are you making that money? Because the, this is the most important thing in your life, right? The people. Um, yeah. And I used to get really embarrassed when my mum would be like, I know you're really busy. I know you're really like working, but we'd love to see you. And I, I yeah, I had to take stock and go, hang mm. on. Why are you doing this again? Because it's really easy to get caught up in it. Yeah. I know you can be, um, I know that I've been very much in the zone this year and I'm thriving and the energy is just, my vibration's pretty high when it comes to work and I'm so positive. Yeah. But then I feel that the relationship within the family, I'm with them all the time. Don't get me wrong. I definitely have a great family life too, but maybe the presence of me. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. The presence. Mm -hmm of being actually with them, not like, oh, that client texts me and I really need to answer that question, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, all of that. Mm. Oh, that's been so helpful. I think that if anything, that's the golden nugget of this episode is literally, yeah, take, taking that time out for you, gifting yourself, um, yeah, the gift of time. I think that's what Oprah says all the time. You can never get the um, yeah, you don't um, get it back, right? <laughs> exactly. And so. yeah, to take that leap of faith because it's all energetic. Mm. I still have, get exactly the same amount of dollars in. I'll tell you that because you're energetically aligning to how you want to live your life. Um, yeah, and it's just seeing it play out <laughs> is just yeah. amazing and just reaffirms yeah. that that yeah. energy is in and that vibration does make a difference. <laughs> mm, 100%. Thank you. So we'll move on to some rapid fire questions. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, No More Dirty Looks because it changed how I worked completely. 
Ooh, I've never heard of that one. I'll have to leave the show. It, it basically, it just goes through and it was when I was sick and I was starting to understand what toxins were in what I was using. Um, and it, yeah, completely opened my eyes to some new things. And it was, yeah, it's, it was the start of my like organic journey. Mm, beautiful. I'm going to have to get that one after my Marie Folio, everything's figure outable. <laughs> Is that, is that her new one? <laughs> yeah, that's her new one. Um, it's great. It's really good. It's like, you know, attaching yourself to that quote when you're going through mm-hmm. something in your life that's just Oh, not- yeah. How nice does that feel? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. One. Yeah, much better yeah. than this is all bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't do this and just change. I can't do this, yeah. Yeah, to actually like, actually, I don't want to do that. And then how does yeah. that make you feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who is someone that you would love to meet in person? Oh, I have two. Jada Pinkett-Smith, because she's just amazing <laughs> um, and just such an incredible, yeah, inspirational woman. Um, and David Attenborough, because he's rad. Sorry, David Attenborough, sorry. Um, the amount of wisdom that he would have based on, yeah, his years of what he's been doing. They're probably my two top picks, really. I can't really choose between them. But yeah, they're pretty incredible humans. Um, right. And I would pick their brains. I just, I would just let them talk and I would listen. <laughs> um, I've just Googled him and his pictures come up. So he looks very intriguing. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy, you would know him. He's the voice on all of the um, like nature shows. So he is all about, like, one of his best sort of quotes that I, I love to sort of tell people about is, you know, people are all radical. They all want to be super vegan or, um, you know, everyone's trying to do their best. But the problem is it's just waste. That's the problem, that when we're wasting things, that's when the real issues happen. So to not waste, live your life however you want to, but do not waste anything. Um, mm. And that's what I love about him. He's, uh, yeah, he's really educational um and he has been yeah all around the world and he's like what is he is he 80 he looks 80 yeah yeah he's incredible incredible Hmm. now what's when jada pickett smith um is will smith's wife oh yeah of course she is oh she's Mm. yeah Yeah. i've been watching her red table (laughs) yeah i reckon yeah beautiful amazing open conversations and just you know, I'm always open to the idea of, you know, having my perception change through information. And mm-hmm. I think that she just stands for all of that. She's amazing. Yeah, I know what she's doing with that red table through Facebook watch is amazing. Um, yeah. Very captivating. Such great guests that she has on as well. Yeah. So cool. Mm. What's one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not very, I get really bad anxiety when I don't do things. So I'm not very good at procrastinating. I, I'll probably water. Do you know what? Actually, no, I did procrastinate on this. When I'm at work, I I'm, don't drink very much water. And I, here I am telling everyone else <laughs> to drink all the water, but I'll only go and get a glass if I don't have a new bottle. So yesterday I went and bought a beautiful bottle so that I can drink water and something as simple as that, but you know how huge that is. Um, Mm. And that was something that I like, I'm talking months of not going and getting that bottle. So that's fixed. (laughs) (laughs) 
Have you seen those um, crystal water bottles, those glass? Yes, we sell them here. They're not big enough. This is my problem. I'm so picky. Uh, I wanted like a thermal one that was non-toxic, that was 1.5 litres, that kept it cool, but also kept it hot. And I found one. Um, <laughs> finally. <laughs> you're know, just a girl who knows what she wants. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I just, yeah, it, it, I went and finally bought it. <laughs> oh, well, good. I'm glad. What is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? Oh, what is something I would jump Oh, my goodness. I would love to mentor young beauty therapists. The, th- the, things, the things that fail for me is the time issue. <laughs> How do mm. I keep my business running while also giving them the time? So if I had unlimited time, that is something that I would love to do. Um, yeah, I would love to share more of this way of doing beauty therapy for yeah. sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's amazing. And just the kind beauty message, yeah, of um, loving yourself first and then glowing. Yeah. Well, I think that that's something that's really needed in the colleges, like if you were thinking about that in-person perspective. But when it comes to time, you know, social media is our best friend when we're... Yeah, absolutely. ...a wider audience or even, I don't know, like we were talking about a podcast, like how beneficial podcasts are at the beginning of the show, but that could be the avenue that you go down for that as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. And collaborating so that the energy isn't all on me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good. If you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Oh. Apart from water? <laughs> like, um, what would I have with me? Books. Books, 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 books. I'd, uh, can I take as many books as I want, though? Yeah, I sure. Think that, yeah, just all the books so that I can educate myself on how to make a um, house. And like the dummies, whatever it is, the dummies book to whatever, um, all of those books so I could make a house that I could make food so that I could live. Yeah. Information. That's so good. And that's like a true testament to who you are, Nat. Like I see that you're always open to personal development, collaboration, learning from other people so that you can become better in yourself. It's just beautiful to see what you have come. Yeah, thank you, sweetheart. So, so nice to hear those words and means a lot. No, oh, you're so welcome. So we'll wrap it up. What's next for you? What's in the works for your business? And just share with our listeners anything that you want to finish the episode on that they can be inspired by. Um, well, I'm creating a new facial because <laughs> I couldn't help myself with one of our brands, Unoya. Um, and it's all based on the crystal selenite, so a beautiful clearing crystal. And it's going to include a little bit of a body scrub um and then so that is the next sort of thing where kindred's going so watch out for that and then of course the skin needling which is really exciting um and next year we'll be heading into a few more events collaborating with um you know different wellness people so watch out for those Mm, beautiful and I think that's you know as much as you're educating your clients as beauty therapists we can all become more educated on those things too like if that's that specific niche that we want to learn more about or even if it's just to become educated so we can let our clients know too that'd be very definitely yeah that's how I met the naturopaths that I work with and you know we can't solve it all ourselves 
it has to be a collaborative event, you know, kind of um, community for our clients to get the best possible outcome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, on my 2020 goal board will be a picture of either your logo or treatment room, because that's where I'm going to book in for my first spa treatment of 2020. Yes, come darling. I'll take very good care of you. I know you will. So just share your handles on social media so our listeners can follow you and um, watch out for all of the amazing things you're going to be doing. Uh, Well, we've got kindred.toxinfreefacials on Instagram and the Kind Beauty Movement, which is those masterclasses with Monique. Um, And Facebook, it's Kindred Toxin Free Face and Body. Beautiful. And I don't do Twitter. Is that is that all the social media? <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Like yeah. um, hashtag yeah. kind beauty movement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lovely. Amazing. I'll leave those links in the show notes for everyone to go and follow you. But thank you so much for your time today. It's been lovely connecting and sharing and hearing about your inspiring journey. And I will be seeing you very soon, miss. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. How good are you at this? Oh. You were born to do this, huh? This is amazing. How good, well done. How good are you? <laughs> it helps to have great guests on the show. I'm very oh, bless you. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a lovely afternoon and I'll talk soon. Okay, hon. Thank you so much. See you later.